Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott Tailford. Josh, my friend, hello. The uh, most obvious thing is continuing to be obvious in that Avengers is not doing very well. And no. Square Enix have got out there and talked about just how much money they've lost. And um, this comes from a write-up over on PC Gamer. Um, they've lost reportedly $48 million, which is 5 billion yen and 36 million pounds. Um, and a lot of that is because of the Avengers. Apparently the Avengers has only shipped 3 million copies, um, which sounds like a lot, but... Um, I'll get to some comparisons and stuff in a bit. I just wanted to sort of um, focus on the fact that um, also chiming in with this is the uh, games analyst called David Gibson, um, who said that the game seems to have cost over $100 million to make, um, closer to $170 to $190 million. Um, but then again, it only sold 3 million copies. Um, again, like I said, I'll do some comparison stuff. But he mm-hmm. says, um, why someone didn't say stop after the multiplayer beta will remain a mystery. Um, which I just love the idea of them getting as far as the beta and then just going like, nah. <laughs> no, just, no. No one likes this that. Off, forget about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> just run Scott the other way. That is a hefty chunk of change, my friend. That is a lot of money <laughs> to lose. If I lost 40 plus million dollars, you bet that I'd have these couch pillows up. I'd be looking down the back of the chairs. I'd be looking for that money somewhere. Um, it is. Have you of... found Avengers Profits? Nah. <laughs> no, well, it's not nowhere. there. Where are the keys while I'm on, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> when it comes to like the Avengers losses, though, I suppose the writing was always on the wall. And even though mm. they do mention there that, you know, saying stop after the beta would have been, you know, ridiculous to kind of at that point, they might have ended up, you know, making more in the long run had they ironed out a lot of the issues that people had at launch because the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is the biggest problem with Avengers at least in my eyes was that the game that you were buying at launch was undeniably the worst version of that game it was the game yes. that had the least amount of content the least amount of um, patches the most amount of bugs stuff like that the least amount of customization and if you the wait least a few to months, do as well the, the same missions do, yeah. over and over general, all for the most amount of money, but if you wait like a few months, you'll have new characters, presumably fixes, maybe the first slew of content is finally dropping and stuff, presumably for a lower price. I think mm-hmm. based on like the reactions to the beta, based on the reactions to people playing it, based on the reviews, I think a lot of people just kind of went, this is not in any state to buy into right now. Hopefully it might be further down the line. And that's mm-hmm. resulted in a kind of disappointing fiscal quarter or whatever for Square Enix. 
Yeah, and it's just that you're, they were right. I was going to say they were on the cusp of the next generation. Obviously, it launched in September. Um, but it's like it's one of those things where they could have maybe just waited a little bit or at least made sure that this coming week they had a next-gen version ready to go because um, yeah. they've had to get out there and say the PS5 and the Xbox Series versions are, de- are going to come in 2021. Um, I also think another wrinkle of this is uh, how much maybe the average consumer, the casual fan of Marvel, just kind of went, had looked at the character models and just went, this isn't the MCU. That's not Robert Downey Jr. That's not Chris Evans. I just don't, I don't care. Like, I don't want mm-hmm. these standards. I want, after this much time, I want the MCU tie-in version. Um, I think that was maybe something, because I, I still saw a lot of people saying that in comment sections, that obviously the response when they showed the initial trailer off was like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> and what the hell's going on? And I think they've kind of struggled to get past that a bit. Um, some comparisons, though, because I wanted to look into whether or not 3 million units is actually bad. Um, it is. Um, but some comparisons. Um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, um, that sold 5 million copies in its first month. Um, yep. It's done 22.4 million as of August. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake did 3.5 million in its first three days on sale, and that was only on PS4. Um, Spider-Man on PS4 as like another Avengers superhero comparison did 3.3 million in three days, um, which is a thing to sort of, you know, point out that Avengers has been, the numbers that we're counting 3 million on the Avengers side is across two months. Um, Mm -hmm. So all these games doing that figure in a few days is a hell of a difference. Um, And the last one I sort of looked up was just Doom Eternal released on the 20th of March um, and made 3 million copies by the end of that month. And that was only digital sales. That wasn't physical as well. Um, So for all of that to be taken into, into mind and then avengers to you know just scrape three million um on multiple platforms in two months is pretty disastrous yeah i mean i have i have two separate thoughts on this and one Mm. is about square enix and the way they handle kind of game projections in general and the other is the fact that this is undeniably disappointing from whichever angle you look at it like Mm. when it comes to those comparisons you just mentioned like this is this does suck you know what i mean like three million across all of these different platforms for arguably the biggest ip you know in the world today like the MCU, Avengers, even though oh, this isn't related to that directly. Nah, man, like, Star Wars is no longer the highest grossing movie of all time. Like, Avengers Endgame mm. absolutely knocked that out of the park, you know what I mean? Like, especially this time last year, Avengers MCU hype was just unreal, and that has yeah. trickled into this year, obviously. So you would expect more from this band of heroes, some of the most known quantities in media today, and the fact that it hasn't even kept pace with Spider-Man, which, like you said... Mm you know released on one single console and yes it was a great game and yes it was re- well received and stuff it's just like something's obviously gone wrong the audience obviously hasn't responded in the way that they were expecting mm. on the other hand I do think this is partly a symptom of Square Enix having ridiculous expectations for most of their games. And yes, this one perhaps justifiably came under expectations given the weight of it, given the brand awareness and stuff. But every single year, every single time Square Enix does one of these conference calls, does one of these you know, financial reports, every single game, no matter what it is, uh-huh. always underperforms. They always say that it comes under, under expectations, that it hasn't made as much money as they wanted. And it's like, maybe you need some new alloy because none of these people have been right for like seven years. What's L- going on? Literally, I was going to say, because I, I remember when it kicked off in 2013 when you had the uh, Tomb Raider, there was all the stuff that they did with Deus Ex, like the, you know, the um, mm-hmm. human revolution, the, you know, Deus Ex was coming back. The projection that they had for Tomb Raider, and we'll get to like Hitman and stuff as well, um, Tomb Raider, they thought would sell between six to eight million, which is what the um, franchise was hitting at its absolute peak, like Tomb Raider mm-hmm. 1 through 3, the originals of the early 2000s. Um, 2013's Tomb Raider came in around about the 3 million 
million mark um, across its first few months, and they said that was drastically under expectation. Um, even though Tomb Raider had been selling nowhere near the six to eight million mark for the majority yep. of the 2000s, there was just no way it was going to hit that. Um, they also, I mean, to bring in Deus Ex Mankind Divided, obviously the sequel, um, Square Enix had all these insane sales expectations for Deus Ex, and then they forced the devs to put in the breach mode, the microtransaction fill breach mode, which was just, it's just so money grubby, which is, I still yep. think that's going to be a tell-all story that comes out about the Avengers, that they mandated all of this invisible loot grind BS at some point. Um, and Hitman as well, um, they had ludicrous sales expectations for that, the point where when it came in under um, whatever they'd expected, um, they let IO Interactive leave with the IP, because to them they didn't think it was valuable, whereas mm-hmm. it's freaking Hitman. And like IO Interactive just got to kind of be an indie dev with a AAA um, you know, label or whatever, yeah. IP. And obviously Hitman's gone from strength to strength and we're about to get Hitman 3 and the series is doing incredibly well. But yeah, like you said, a lot of it seems to fall back on Square Enix where I just, I don't know who the hell is counting their beans, but they seem to think there's a hell of a lot more beans than what's coming in. Why'd you spill your beans, boy, is the only question I have at this point. You know, when it comes to like their games in the past, it's like they have grossly overestimated what they what they expect for them to Mm. bring in and this is like a problem with the video game you know industry as a large we look at Mm -hmm. dead space dead space died because ea gave dead space 3 ridiculous projections that it was never going to hit and not only did they give it ridiculous projections they also tried to change what dead space was to Mm. appeal to more people which meant that it appealed to nobody and that's kind of like an issue that happened with deus ex and hitman absolution i quite like hitman absolution but that was very much you know transforming what hitman was to be more mainstream to be more Mm. linear to be more action focused to hopefully appeal to a bigger crowd and it didn't appeal to that bigger crowd you know it still did well but it didn't do square enix well and the same thing happened with um deus ex to an extent i do think avengers is funnily enough kind of separate to that because if there's anything that you could or you should bank on being a success is a multiplayer um you know avengers game that because like like i said earlier like the ip is just so big and so usually bankable like you wouldn't that that's it's not really come it's not really a good comparison to the likes of dead space or even deus ex which while they're known brands within the video game industry they're not like this massive cross appeal thing but yeah i think it's 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 a it's an issue on two fronts at the moment it's the fact that avengers clearly went terribly wrong and didn't connect with an audience and then you've got square enix and this is again emblematic of the fact that publishers in general completely overshoot how much they expect their games to make and Mm. that does result in worse games because they're trying to get in as much money as possible and kind of like worse situations for fans and developers alike because you know Mm. it sucks for all the people who put you know what four or five years of their life into the avengers to then get a reception like this to get sales like this like that's not that's not fun for anybody it's not fun for fans not fun for the publishers not fun for the developers and it's like oh this is yet another example of a live service game gone wrong after anthem after even you know like the original destiny or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like, how many more times can the industry make this mistake <laughs> without learning from it, you know? I would hope that, like, this is one of the last straws in regards to that. Because, like you said, the the, the game that laid this template down was the original Destiny. And that was a complete S show for the first, mm-hmm. like... I mean, they, they abandoned it. Like, they it was rejigged a few months before launch. They managed to get it out the door. Bungie are a good enough dev that it played extremely well. But the actual structure was terrible. And it wasn't until Destiny 2 that it became a more sort of palatable thing to enjoy. Um, and obviously, since um, Bungie have left Activision, they've been able to go free-to-play. And they've made it work over time. But it just mm-hmm. it feels like that template that they laid down, so many AAA devs, um, or publishers, rather, um, just thought, well, we'll get one of them. We'll just do that. I mean, it makes yeah. so much... 
um, spreadsheet sense, uh, business corporate sense to be like, oh, destiny model, recurring, you know, microtransactions, platform for content, plus the Avengers, plus the Marvel IP. Like, oh, that'll be that'll be an absolute ton of money. Um, and it just, but actually playing the Avengers for me just felt like a single player game that had been stretched out with various pieces of content removed to either sell back later on, like the characters, or just per level, they're just barren because they just want to spread, fill them full of go over here and hold triangle for a bit and then run over here and hold a button again. Um, and it feels like you're running through levels that should have big set pieces in or should have more important things in there. Yeah. And it's just, to me, it's nakedly obvious what's happened. And I just, I mean, maybe that just isn't the case and maybe they were always planning for this since the beginning, but I doubt it. I'm going to be interested to see, you know, in a couple, you know, months time when we get into like next year and stuff. I want to mm. see how much money this game is going to make in microtransactions because maybe that right. will be a potential saving grace in the long run. And I kind of hope it's not because if this manages to make money, you know, through that kind of added revenue, it just it just almost acts as confirmation that they can just continue releasing games like this because oh they'll make it up eventually. We'll make it up in cosmetics. <laughs> we'll make it up in battle passes and stuff. And mm. you know, to an extent, that's what kind of EA's been doing you know i think it was it was yeah was it activision i think it was activision actually um mm. who recently um announced yet another record breaking year in terms of monetization in terms of in-game purchases because of uh, warzone and call of duty and you know world of warcraft and stuff like that and it's like they just continue to make more and more profit every year mm-hmm. and if it works for them it might end up saving the avengers but at this point do we want monetization like that to save a game like the Avengers because we don't want to necessarily confirm this way of thinking, this approach, this approach Mm. to making video games like this where you can push out the bare minimum, you can get kind of crappy sales, but if you've got a few whales pumping in 10 grand every (laughs) few months and for Black Widow skins, like that's that's not who games should be for, you know what I mean? That's not No, I think... For me, the solution would be, one, make it free-to-play. Like, if you're going to have this aggressive monetization thing, I think going forward, if they make it free-to-play, you have it on PS Plus, you have it on Games with Gold, you unify that thing, so on each month, you know, one particular month next year, you relaunch it, you have all the new skins that they've been talking about where they're not just palette swaps, they're actual, you know, decent skins that are like feel like they're worthwhile for the character. Um, you do that, you make it free-to-play, you can monetize some stuff without it being too aggressive, but I think the one thing that always solves, or at least goes some way to sort of provide us some sort of balm over how aggressive and incendiary a lot of the predatory microtransactions can be is making it free to play um, mm-hmm. and something like Genshin Impact is just flying right now because it's free it plays well it's you know gorgeous to look at and there's a ton of, it's you can play a lot of that game without having to give in to paying more as you go um, and although Genshin isn't personally for me I still I can get why that model totally works and so for the Avengers I think they've just put every foot wrong and it'll yeah. need something drastic overhauling in regards to the way that we even think about it like you know if you just yeah. said free to play Avengers and it's on your console at the end of the month or the start of the following month or whatever um, so many people would at least give it a shot and if the actual I and mean, the gameplay is solid enough and it, it animates incredibly well it looks gorgeous um, it just needs something drastic so yeah let us know what you think down in the comments below were you an Avengers fan or did you avoid it uh, based on everything that came out until this point for now I've been Scott from whatculture.com I've been Josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.